Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Cool, 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 cool. Trap, sunset, trap, sunset, trap, sunset, trap, sunset, trap, don't 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 What's up, people? It's Adam Hunter, okay? Hope all is well. I'm uh, doing a show right now where I got a great interview with Colby Covington today. Uh, Colby's the man. Uh, he's got a huge fight, I think, against Usman. That's, that's the fight he wants. Um, I want to thank our sponsor, Nature's Oils Online. A lot of people are hesitant to try hemp-derived CBD oil because they don't know where to start. There are so many different products and brands. It's hard to know which is right for you, how much to take, when to take it, this family-owned business not only provides the highest quality U.S.-grown hemp-derived CBD products, they also give personal guidance. How great is that? I mean, no one does that anymore. Well, their hemp is grown in the U.S. without the use of pesticides and is mixed with organic MCT coconut oil, all right? Each batch is third-party lab tested, and they have a full variety of products, including full-spectrum or whole-plant hemp oil extract, hemp-derived isolate tinctures, hemp and emu oil pain balm, and their full-spectrum CBD dog chews, which my dog loves. He loves the dog chews. So go to Nature's Oils online, and that includes free shipping in the U.S., and call them directly at 469-525-3131. That's 469-525-3131. Enter the discount code ADAM15 to get 15% off your total purchase. Also, Speedweed, marijuana is legal in California. It's legal, okay? And you shouldn't have to leave your house to get it. So go to speedweed.com. Speedweed, they will deliver it right to you. Don't get a DUI. Don't go to a dispensary. Get it delivered to you. They have everything. CBD, edibles, vape pens. Uh, whatever you want, they will have. Mention MA Roasted, get $10 off Orders are $100 or more. Also, people, if you support the podcast and you want to hear more podcasts, okay, go to rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N dot com forward slash Adam Hunter. I will be doing three, four, an extra five podcasts a week. I'll putting every comedy set I do on this platform. They've been so good to me uh, and it's helping me out. If all the free entertainment that you've gotten over the years, okay, the four or five years, you want to pay me back? Join rockfin.com. It's $10 a month. You can cancel any time. And not only that, you get Ben Askren and Front Row Brian's podcast. You get Nick Diaz's podcast. All right, here's a podcast, Nick Diaz videos. You get all kinds of stuff. There's, it's a huge platform, and it's like YouTube, but they actually pay the people really good money to create content. And the reason that I'm able to create content is because of this platform, okay? I'm not just busting my ass trying to do one a week. I'm gonna do three, four, five a week, okay? I just put up a, a great podcast with Tyler Diamond and uh, Caitlin Kukagan. Uh, I, I did a podcast earlier this week um, with Phil Baroni. Uh, I did a podcast with 
McCorkle's up there. Uh, I did a podcast with all kinds of people, with the Ween Dog. Um, I, I have all kinds of podcasts that are up there, um, as well as videos. People, I, you know, a lot of you guys can't see me uh, do stand-up comedy. You live in other countries or you live somewhere else, you live in other states. You can see what I'm working on because I'm putting everything up there. I'm putting the good sets, even the bad sets. Any set I do will be on the Rock Fan. Um, and uh, they are good people, okay? Uh, so go to rockfin.com forward slash Adam Hunter, okay? It's only $10 and you get everyone's content. Uh, there's stuff up there with, uh, with Vince. Uh, there's stuff up there with Pearl Gonzalez. There's a podcast up there with Elias Theodoro and B. Wynn. Uh, there's a podcast up there with, um, with McCorkle, a couple with McCorkle actually. So uh, with Anthony Burchek, I do a podcast with him. Uh, you got, I do a video I put up with Mark Kerr and Josh Barnett. I took everything off down off uh, other places and I put it right there. Okay. Um, so rockfin.com forward slash Adam Hunter. I did one with Stuttering John that's up there, Rich Antonito, and there's just going to be more and more podcasts. Okay. So rockfin.com forward slash Adam Hunter. Check it out. I got, I got one with Kay Hansen I just did two days ago. Okay. So if you want to support me, that's where you go. Now let me talk to Colby Covington right now. Hello? Hello. Is this Colby Covington? This is Colby Chaos Covington. How are Hello. you, man? What's going on? It's Adam Hunter. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Are you in a... I'm a, How are you, man? I'm doing good, bro. Just out on the golf course, relaxing, enjoying life. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I, I got to Florida. I was, I was hoping to see you. But you're in a, oh, yeah? You're, How is it? It's good. I, I just got here, but you're you're in uh, you're in Texas for a wedding or something, right? Yeah, I'm over in Dallas for a wedding. Got it. Now, are you are you are you a big golfer? Yeah, yeah. I've gotten into golfing over over the last couple of years, and then you know, being able to get the invitation to the Trump courses, you know, I've been able to go check out Trump courses, and I've gotten a lot better. So I I really enjoy it. You know, it's fun to to golf, and it's easy on the mind. That's awesome. Now, I got to ask you, is there a date yet for the you and Usman fight? You guys have a date yet? No, we don't have a date. Uh, the UFC, they wanted June, and I wanted June in Chicago, but uh, you know, he's out there faking injuries. He's, uh, you know, he's trying to hold on to that belt as long as he can because he knows, you know, I'm taking that thing away from him. He knows he's got a chance. So, you know, he won his number one contender belt. He wants to sit on his number one contender belt. It's pretty sad, you know. They're trying to find any any excuse, any reason not to fight me. It's embarrassing, man. They're just they're making himself look bad. He's just, he's just making himself look stupid. So, you know, it's probably looking like probably August. Yeah, I think uh, Los Angeles is in August, right? L.A. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure. I I don't even think the UFC schedule's been announced for August yet. But I, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen the schedule past July. All I see is July in Vegas. I haven't seen it past that. Now, I saw you in Las Vegas. We had lunch. It was a great time. You told me you were not going to go to the fight. So you're like, I'm not going to the fight. Fuck that. I'm going home. Next thing you know, you're at the fights in, the, in like the front row. What, what happened? Dude, <laughs> craziest shit ever. So I'm like hanging out with this chick in my hotel room. You know, I'm working on my, my cardio in, in the bedroom, obviously. You know, getting the, the championship cardio rounds in the bed with my chick and and all of a sudden, my agent, Dan Lambert, calls me, and it's like 5 o'clock, you know, the fight started like 5 or 6, or no, I think they started 3, they'd already started, you know? Yeah. Hey. 
should have been fighting that. I must be there. So I wasn't going to go with Dan Lambert. You know, he convinced me. He said, hey, you're fucking going. You got no choice. I, I bought you front row tickets. You know, this isn't the UFC's giving you these tickets. I got you these front row tickets, you know. So as soon as he told me that, I was like, you know what? I'll make an appearance, whatever. I'll get my, my security guards, my security team together. We rolled out. We watched the fights. We watched the number one contender winner, snooze and win. And, and now it's on to, uh, you know, the championship fight to unify the belt. Now, were you surprised? Because I remember asking you who you're going to win. You thought Woodley was going to run right through him. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. You know, I, I was surprised, but I wasn't. You know, I I, I did. I, I expected something like that, that it could happen because I know that Woodley has no heart. And, you know, I've trained with him many times. So I know the way to beat him. He just doesn't have cardio. His, his type of frame, he's an explosive fighter, but he's not a grinding fighter. If he gets into a grinding match where a guy takes him down or he's up against the cage, he'll, he'll just give up. You know, he'll quit. He's got that type of mentality. So, you know, I, I expected something like that. But, you know, Snoozman just followed the game plan. He followed the blueprint that I put out on, on Tyquil. You know, I, I put this blueprint on Tyquil for years. You know, I've been telling everybody, all you got to do is down, fucking put him up against the fence, put him in a tough fight, he'll just quit, he'll give up, you know, and that's what happened. He, you know, he put on another shooting performance for the ages, throwing some of the least strikes thrown in UFC title fight history. That's all Tyrone Woodley's legacy will ever be, throwing the least amount of strikes in title fight. So now it's on to the real king of the division, me, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to end Stoosman, and then it's on to bigger and better things. I'm going to take care of Khabib and, and take out Ali Abdella Sleaze's two biggest cash cows and bankrupt that motherfucker. Now, Ogia, what happened there? I saw that you were online with like one friend, you were going to get food, and then Ali and them just ran up on you and tried to jump you? Yeah, dude. Fucking embarrassing, man. I'm just, I'm just trying to get some crap like that. I'm, I'm sitting in the Palms Buffet line, just waiting on a Sunday. Just, just you know, the, the, the chaos is done, you know. The chaos is over, and, and you know, it's back to real lives. You know, I just want to get some crab legs. I had a chick meeting me for lunch for some crab legs. And all of a sudden, you know, they come and, and, and try and, you know, put innocent people's lives in danger by pushing me into people. And then, and then Ali Aldel Sleaze took a swing at me. And then uh, he missed, obviously, because obviously he's not going to hit the great American machine. Right. But then Stuzman's trying to act all tough and, you know, it was pretty funny because he was saying, oh, my, my foot's broken after the fight. Oh, my knee's hurt. Jumped the buffet line pretty fucking quick. He was running around like he was mighty healthy at the time. But all of a sudden, he's probably So, you know, it shows what type of person he is. He's just faking all this shit and making up stories. So, you know, it's, it's embarrassing, man. Those guys trying to put in innocent people's lives in danger. Little kids, man. There was a pregnant lady in the line. She was, you know, she was screaming, ah, oh, stop. No, get away. You know, and then here's Snoozman, you know, the night before trying to put on this, this good act, like he's such a good person, and oh, I do it for kids, and oh, my kid, and oh, I'm this and that. Oh, if you're such a fucking good person and a dad and this and that, then what the fuck are you doing putting kids and, and pregnant ladies' lives in danger? So, you know, he's a hypocrite motherfucker, and I'm going to expose that fake bitch soon. No, you were really pissed about that, because I was like, I, I texted you, and like, it wasn't even like a joke. Like, you were actually, you were really angry about that. You were legit. Yeah, man. There's just there's a line, you know, and, and he crossed him. He's just, you know, you want to act tough. You want you want to act like you're gonna do some shit, but you know, you got your you got your manager. You got your, your fucking your other little fucking fool up like he's gonna do something, you know. It's, it's just it's.
it's pathetic, man. There's a way to go about your business and, and build and hype a fight. Then there's a way to just act like a complete clown. And that's what he did, man. It's fucking the clown from Cameroon. We're going to start calling him the clown from Cameroon. <laughs> Clown. Now he he says he's gonna beat you on behalf of all the immigrants. Uh, what do you like? What are your thoughts on him like trying to make it so that like he's trying to make it sound like you're racist and he's and he's fighting on behalf of the immigrants? I mean, he's just he's two colors. He's showing that he doesn't know what he's talking about, Adam. Because if he's talking about uh, uh, immigrants, then let's talk about legal immigrants. The legal immigrants in America love Colby Chaos coming in. They love Donald Trump. They love what he's doing for the economy and, and boosting the job. If we're talking about illegal immigrants, which he doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't know if he's talking about illegal or illegal. That's how stupid he is. But let, let's be honest. He's D2 college educated. D2 athletes a scrub in the first place. But that's a whole other subject. We're talking about his intelligence level, and that's not very high because he's trying to talk about Im- he's going to do it for the immigrants, but the immigrants love me. It's, just, it's the illegal immigrants that don't love me, but we don't need those people in the country. Those are the ones that are creating crimes. But you're coming to our country and, you know, they're just, you know, they shouldn't be here. They're coming here illegally and they're, and they're just trying to, to you know, live the American dream. Right, right, right. Now, uh, on a different topic, I'm looking at your Instagram. There's some kind of Colombian girl with a great butt hugging you. Uh, is this your girlfriend, or is this one of many? What's who's who's this girl? Yeah, she was she's my girlfriend for the week. You know, when I go to Colombia, she's she's my you know. Yeah. When Colby comes down and and you know I get that cardio, the championship cardio session, Adam. You know, you know I got that four star cardio, man. I'm always working hard. Everybody wants to know why I'm the cardio king. Well, the cardio king, you know, that's made the best. I mean, now that's what I, I'm doing. I'm a, do any of these girls get jealous? What? That, do any of these girls get jealous? Because it doesn't seem like you're very loyal to any to, to one or the other. Do they ever, they ever get upset? Like, I want to be your number one, Colby? Oh, yeah, of course, man. They all get upset, man. I, I had to take, as soon as I posted that picture, I probably got 35 or 40 calls from all my other side chicks that were like, what the fuck? You didn't tell me you were going to be, you said you were going to Columbia for business and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Hey, I was there for business, but you know I got to work on my cardio too. I got a championship title to win in August, so you know I, I got to always be, you know, you got to kill two birds with one stone. I got to do business and I got to work on my cardio. Get ready for my fight, baby. So, you know they understand. They get hot for a little bit, but as soon as I talk to them and then and then you know as soon as I get hard and stick it inside them, then everything changes. Now I see you have a lot of different diverse tastes. You have, I'm looking at one girl who has like a short hair, blonde hair, tattoos everywhere. <laughs> Kind of like a hardcore chick. Uh, you're, it was uh, for one of your my bookie ads. She's like, she's like, she's grabbing up on you. But then you have a lot of black girls, and you have Mexican girls, and white girls. Is there a certain type, or you kind of just like the whole whatever, whatever is you're in the uh, mood for? Nah, the thing with me, man, I don't discriminate, man. I, just, I love women. I love all, all shapes, all sizes, all colors, man. I don't discriminate colors, man. I love black chicks, white chicks, Spanish chicks. I mean, you don't name it. You know, it's just, there's something, there's just, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's just, there's something special about being diverse and being able to have many options in life. Because most of these people in the world, man, they're stuck with one chick, one pussy their whole life, man. And that's not me. I don't want to be that guy. See how miserable all these guys are. They're sad, man. They don't get to try all these different flavors. 
But I'm living the American dream, man. I'm going to try all these different American flavors. It's beautiful, man. It's wonderful. And, uh, you know, so I'm going to keep doing, man. Keep being me. But don't, don't you want to at one point settle down, have kids, have a family? Yeah, I mean, I would love to, but, you know, finding the right girl is tough, Adam. Not everybody's, you know, going to find the right girl like yourself oh, and, and be able to, you know. Well, that, I, that's important to me, man. I, a lot of these girls these days, they're, you know, they're, they're you know, they're, they're not even for the right reasons. You know, a lot of girls that meet me these days, they just, they meet in the USC champion, Colby, the guy that's, you know, famous and has money. And it's not for the right ever met the right girl that for the right reasons. You know, I might be able to be married for for a year, but uh, most likely not. You know, I, I need a different girl every week. That's just how I am. Well, I was doing the same thing you were doing, man. I was, uh, you know, running around like a maniac, testing the waters, going for this girl, going for that girl. So it took a while for me to actually find the right girl. So, you know, I think I, I think you're doing the right yeah, thing, Colby. Yeah. What's that? You broke up. One second. Colby, can you hear me? A little bit, yeah. You were breaking up for a second. Yeah, is there is there like a place where is it? Are, are you are you outside right now? Yeah, I'm outside. I'm on the golf course. It's kind of weird that the reception is bad. Yeah. Oh, is there is there a lot, is there a lot of wind around you? Yeah, there is a lot of wind around me. Oh, uh, all right. Um, you you want to? Are you, are you going to be at a place where it's not that much wind in like an hour or two? Am I going to what? Be a place where it's less windy in like an hour? Yeah, yeah, I actually will in like an hour. Can I call you in an hour? Yeah, for sure. You want to do it with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Thanks, Colby. Okay. We, hey, we're going to re-record everything? No, no, no. We're, we're just going to pick up from here. Okay. Sounds good, brother. All right. Later. Adam, what's going on, bro? I'm just walking in the clubhouse right now, so perfect timing. Yeah, way better. So how did you go? Did you, did you win? I fuck, that's all I do is win, bro. Come on, dude. You know me. There's, there's a reason they call me the Great American Winning Machine. Uh, right, right, right. Now, I thought you were kidding when you said that there was a guy at your at ATT who was the jiu-jitsu legend that you tapped, and he was like, man, you're on another level. But you're saying that's actually, that really happens. Well, of course, man. I'm the, I'm the greatest jiu-jitsu student to ever grace American top team's presence, man. My... my Brazilian jiu-jitsu skills are out of this world. I'm I'm beyond black belt level. They didn't even give me a belt. They don't even have a name for the belt that I that I have because I'm so good. Have you ever been tapped in your life uh, in practice? No, I'm not even close. Come on, bro. There's not a man alive that could tap me, man. Not a man alive. Really? What about a guy like uh, Damian Maya? Well, you actually Maya couldn't tap you. Uh, <laughs> Damian Maya? Come on, the guy that I left in a pool of blood. Uh, but I mean, now Gary Tonin says he he, he would like to go against you. Isn't that the same guy that got flying triangle by my teammate Carl DeSopra, who I train with almost every day? Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a bottom feeder. Let's let's talk about uh, <laughs> real kings like myself. I'm not talking about the the JV league. Now I would assume that you and Askren would be friends. You guys both like Trump. You're both wrestlers. You know, you're kind of both kind of kind of confident people. But you and Askren don't get along. The only thing that me and Askren Askren have and confidence that we used to wrestle besides that that's about it man he's he's fake trying to like trump you know act like the gimmick you know but and then also we don't fight anything like each other the guy can't throw a punch he's never thrown a punch or hurt a fly in his life so we know that he can't fight as well 
and he's also scared to get punched, which is I'm not scared to get punched. Were you surprised what happened with Robbie Lawler, how that, that fight went down? Yeah, I was very surprised. I thought that uh, Herb Dean saved Ben Askren's life. And if it wasn't for Herb Dean, we probably wouldn't be talking about Ben Askren unless we were talking about him being nine feet under the ground. But, yeah, I mean, he got lucky. He got saved by uh, the, the belt, literally, by Herb Dean. So it's sad, man. He, they robbed Robbie of the of a win and you, you know the thing is that really disappoints me is that ben Askren didn't go give his hodge trophy to robbie because that first takedown by robbie lawler was so violent on Askren that he should have given him his hodge trophy and just give give up in the sport you think he should have just given it over but like this is yours yeah absolutely i mean he, he he got taken down violently the first takedown i mean that was the first takedown of the fight man i mean right away i mean that just shows your wrestling credentials, dude. You suck your garbage, man. You're a 36-year-old science school teacher nerd version. How do you think he's going to do against Jordan Burroughs? What? You know, he, he's wrestling Jordan Burroughs at Madison Square Garden. Oh, he's going to get destroyed. He's going to get ran through. Jordan, double, Jordan Burroughs is going to run doubles on him all day. It's not even going to be competitive. I don't even know why they're doing that match. Just probably for hype. But, uh... Yeah, it's not even going to be competitive. And now Burroughs said he wants to do an MMA fight. Chael Sonnen said, I'll fight you uh, for 50 grand. Burroughs said, add another zero, I get more for wrestling. So, yeah, they're trying to figure that one out. Yeah, I mean, come on, let's be honest. Jordan, you know, you know, I got a lot of respect for him as a wrestler, but, you know, he's not a fighter, man. There's a reason that he's stuck in wrestling and, and never got into fighting. He just... He doesn't have that type of grind mentality and that fighter spirit. You know, he's a wrestler. He's an athlete. He's an athletic wrestler, but he's not a grinder. You know, and, and he's not a fighter. He doesn't have that fighting spirit. So, you know, leave the fighting to the fighters and leave the wrestling to the wrestlers. Do you think Chael beats him in an MMA fight? Oh uh, yeah, I actually do think that Chael would beat him. I think that uh, he could submit him or or he could knock him out. So, I don't think that fight would be very competitive. Wow! Wow! Um. Now, uh, are you training Masvidal for Askren? No, no, I'm not. I'm not training with him. I'm just uh, focusing on you know my my fight with uh, Snoozeman, you know, and just bringing in guys that kind of replicate Snoozeman, guys that can wrestle, guys that you know have the style that he has, and, and that's not what he has. So you know, I got to bring in a uh, different set of guys for his style. Got it. Now that's gonna be it's gonna be a great fight. I mean, you honestly both really don't like each other. It's not like this is for the camera and you're going to hug and make up and everything. I mean, you really don't like each other, uh, which is crazy. Now, there's a rumor that Gaethje might fight Conor McGregor. How do you see that fight going? Gaethje might fight who? Conor McGregor. Uh, I think that's just more uh, speculation. I don't think that, you know, I think that's probably more fake news than real news. If Conor's fighting anybody, it's really going to be either Nate Diaz or or Khabib, there's no one else for him to fight. You know, that's going to make him money in a big fight. So, you know, that's that's not going to happen. It's, it's just like the rumors with uh, Connor and Cowboy. You know, just they just they like to get those rumors going, but it's just fake news. Now, after you fight uh, Snoozman or uh, you know Usman, you want to fight Khabib after that? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, my my biggest thing right now in my life is just to make. Ali Adel Slee's life even miserable than he already is because we already know it's miserable. I mean, let's be honest. He's got his kid Noah who he doesn't even pay attention to or give him any love. 
come on, dude, that's not how you act as a dad, you know, own up to what you brought in this world. So now I just want to ruin all his fighters, all his stable of soy boy fighters that he has. I'm going to bankrupt them all. And he's not going to have any more meal tickets from them. So, you know, I want that sheep lover to eat next. She come on, a sheep lover. I mean, come on. That's not nice. That, Bro, he walks around with the sheep, his little girlfriend on his head all day. He's fucking in the bathroom, fucking it on the side. I mean, it's disgusting, man. Fucking inhumane, man. Don't you think that's going to get people annoyed at you, saying stuff like that? See, that's the thing, Adam. I don't give a fuck what people think of me. I, this, isn't the, this isn't the feelings business. This is the fight business. I'm not here to make friends, Adam. I'm here to make money. No, Ali got upset with me for having you on the podcast, and he and he actually has like, he actually xed a couple people for being on the podcast because of it. And I was like, really? This is, I mean, I'm not about censoring people at all, you know, uh, uh, you know. And I, I think it takes many different kind of people. I know, I know who you are, really. I, I, I know that you know you're really good at cutting promos, but you're also a really sweet, and nice person. So I'm not gonna, yeah. you know, this is a, but this is also a business as well, and. You know, exactly. you know, you know, you know how to hype a fight. A lot of people don't know how to hype fights, which is why a lot of people aren't tuning in for certain fighters. Um, you know, yeah. ca- ca- you know, case in point, uh, the the kid that kid who just beat Vince Michelle is a, a Gre- Gregor Gillespie is a, an amazing fighter, but nobody's watching his fights right now. Yeah. You know, That's how it goes, man. You got <clears throat> you got to you got to be entertaining, and you got to put on a show for the fans. It's not just when you're fighting, you know, you got to, you got to create controversy. You got to create, you know, get the fans tuned in. So they want to see that drama, you know, people live for drama. Why do you think uh, drama reality shows do so well these days? Because that's just what people's minds are triggered and, and want to see, you know? So I know how to, you know, get across to people and whether they love me or hate me, they're going to want to watch me fight out of that's That's the difference between me and every other fighter. You know, is that people hate me, but they're still tuned in to watch me because they want to see me get knocked out. So, but you also you know, keep I know winning. The rest of but you also keep winning. That's the thing. As long as you keep winning, that 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 that's what matters. You know, as soon as that's you all st- I've ever done, Adam. That's all I've ever. I don't know any other way, man. I live, eat, sleep, and breathe winning. I don't know any other way. I won on the golf course today. I won last night in the bedroom with with my threesome. You know, all I do is win every single day. There's a reason, like I said, that they call me the greater winner. Great American winning machines because all I do is fucking win. There's not a man alive that can stop me right now in anything. Now, with these girls, are you wearing condoms? Because I know that I've not worn condoms in the past and it stresses me out. And I'm like, what do I have? <laughs> and, uh, why is my penis burning? Uh, am I going to die? Are you, are you being safe? Yeah, yeah. I mean, always safe, man. Always practice safe things in life. You know, you, you, know, you got to be responsible and and I, I know most of these girls, you know, they're, you know, they're, I'm probably not the only guy that they're sleeping with. They're probably sleeping with multiple girls, guys and girls at the same time. So, you know, I, I got to make sure I get to the octagon to make my millions, Adam. That's all I care about is, is, is for making a good life for myself and my family, you know, and creating a, creating a legacy for myself. And I won't be able to do that if I had AIDS like Magic Johnson. So I don't want to end up like Magic Johnson. Well, he's doing pretty well for himself. He's like owning the Lakers and... Yada yada. Uh, what do you mean? He, he must not have heard the news. He just got cut. I think I think they got sick of his AIDS and, and they cut him. <laughs> I, I don't think it was his AIDS that, that got him cut. Now, are you laying oh, the girls? Are you laying the girls out? I remember when I used to have back in the day when I was your age and having threesomes and having fun. I would get super amped for them, and, and at the end, it looked, it looked like it looked like a crime scene. There'd just be girls laid out everywhere, and I'd just be like super proud of myself. Is, is that what you're doing too? <laughs> Dude, I'm doing all types of things, man. It's crazy what I'm doing. I don't want to give too much of a visual because this, 
there might be kids watching the podcast and listening to the podcast today, but you know, I want to I want to keep it uh, G rated. I, I want G rated. You just said that he, he has AIDS. Are right. He got cut, and that you said that Khabib fucks a sheep. What are you talking about? G rated. <laughs> exactly, man. Now I'm acting like everybody else, man. They say one thing, but they're hypocrites. They, they they're two faced. They, they say one thing, but they mean another. Right, right. That's what right. people love to see these days. <laughs> so, but you are, but you, I mean, but you, but you are laying girls out. I mean, because I could see you, like girls don't have your cardio, even these porn stars. So, are you making out with one while doing the other one doggy style, while having a finger in the other one? Like, what, what's going on here? Dude, it's pretty crazy. I mean, usually I give them, you know, that you know I'm giving one doggy style and one, you know that. I don't want to get too visual because, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to give anybody secrets, man. I don't want to let people into the life of, of a rock star. You know, I don't want them to take my secrets and, and use them somewhere else. Are any of your guy friends jealous? Like, hey, Colby, invite me over. Like, hook me up with some of these porn stars or these strippers or these girls. Yeah, that's why everybody wants to be best friends with me because they know I got a call list of girls that want to hang out at all times and want to party and go out and do things. So, you know, I'm always the, the best friend to everybody because everybody wants to hang out with Colby because they know when they hang out with me, it's going to be all chicks. And when people invite me places, I don't bring guys, man. I bring chicks. So that's that's why I'm different and unique from every other fighter and and, and every other person, really. Now, what, what about, Ma, I mean, I, I mean, Masvidal is your boy. Do you, do you uh, bring Jorge? What's that? Uh, Masvidal is your friend. He's like one of your best friends. Do you bring him over sometimes to help with the, with the girls? <laughs> yeah, man, me, me and him have had some good times with chicks in the past, man, for sure. We, but uh, you know, he was he was a married man for a little bit of time, so you know, he had to take a little break from that that lifestyle. Now, there's the video going on of you guys wrestling like in a hotel room, and it started off friendly and then turned into like a full on wrestling match. <laughs> yep, man, we used to, you know, at all times of the day, man, we we had to get that work in. It didn't matter if we were in the living room. It didn't matter if we were fucking in the fucking restroom. If we were in a fucking convenience store, man, we, we were getting that work in. We like to grind. We like to we like to train and work hard. And that's just what it was. We were just training and working hard. Well, that's awesome. I I, I like him a lot. I like both you guys. Um, now. I appreciate that. I like you too, Adam. Oh, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Um, You're a funny dude, man. You make me laugh a lot. <laughs> uh, uh, dude, my pleasure, man. My pleasure. Now, is uh, Trump going to walk with you to the Octagon? I, I asked Trump if he would walk with me to the Octagon and sit front row for my fight, but, you know, it'd be too much of a security concern because, obviously, who he is, he is the president of the United States of America. He's, he's America's president, whether people want to recognize him as their president or not. He's still the president of the United States of America the president of the free world, but he's got too big of a hit and a target on his back. So, you know, it wouldn't be safe for him to be in an arena. If people knew he was going to be at a fight, imagine, man, that, that place is getting bombed for sure. So, you know, we, we got to make sure that, uh, you know, he, he's definitely going to be watching. I guarantee he'll be watching from his laptop at home or, or if he's, you know, doing some, some business over in North Korea or wh wherever he has to go to, you know, keep America safe and keep America great. You know, I'm sure he'll be watching, but definitely the Trump family, probably Donald Trump Jr., his son will be there. I keep in contact with him, so he definitely wants to come out to the next fight. So the Trump family's all on board. I'm Trump's favorite fighter, no doubt about it. I can tell. Well, you're, in the, you, you're the only fighter to go to the White House in the last couple of years. Now, you said one time— In you the were, last couple of years? Whoa, whoa. Like, back up, man. Don't be, 
Don't be spreading fake news. Come on, bro. I'm what, the ever? only fighter in the history of the only fighter in the history of the sport to go to the White House and, wow. and hang out with a sitting president in the Oval Office. Only fighter, bro. No, no, no other fighter ever. So wow. Don't don't discredit me, bro. Come on. Of course, of course, of course. Um, now I know that you and Rogan, you came on the podcast, talked about John Jones doing drugs in college, and then Rogan posted it and said, you got to be careful. You said you were going to smack him when you see him. And then after you won the fight, like you gave him a big kiss. So you got your friends, you yeah, got your cool, you know. like you, you like let yeah, him, I mean, you like let one slide. You know, what, what happened? I don't, you know, I don't got any hard feelings for Taekwondo. You know, he's, he's a good dude, man. He's, he means, he means well, but I, I think that sometimes, you know, he says things that, that, you know, don't really make sense. And I wasn't okay with him saying that. You think I give a fuck about John Jones? I'll say it right to his fucking face right in front of him. I don't give a fuck. John Jones ain't shit. Unless he's on a bunch of steroids, you know, and got tons of picograms in his body. That's a whole different story. But you give me some steroids, you don't stand a chance against me. But, you know, he don't stand a chance against raw American steel anyways. But, but you know, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, the UFC wanted me to keep it cool with him. So, you know, I, I kind of had to... Toe the line a little bit is is what they say. So, you know, I'm here for business. I'm here to make money, and I'm not going to let anything get in the way of that. Wait, you think you could beat John Jones in a fight? A hundred percent. I'm not saying. I know John Jones. Fucking, he's he's a dirty, rotten cheater. We used to train in the wrestling room all the time. He's got no heart, bro. He fucking first round. You know, he's athletic. He's this and that. He has no heart. He's got no cardio unless he's on all these steroids. You know, testosterone, EPO. Uh, HCH, all the shit he was juicing in college, but when he's not on juice, man, I felt him in the wrestling room. He ain't shit, dude. He's a little fucking scrawny, little bone, bones piece of shit. Wow, I would love to see that fight. That would be that. That would be a fight. I mean, you'd be jumping up three weight classes for that fight. No, it only two. be two weight. Two weight classes. Actually. Two, yeah, two. And 70, and, and let's be honest, Adam. If I got to do steroids, and they they made it like the Wild Wild West, but they just you know, outlawed steroids and, and started letting guys do juicing, I could easily get up to 205 and fight John Were you surprised about uh, Dillashaw getting popped? Not at all. Not at all. I mean, he's, I saw the dramatic change that his body made since college. He used to wrestle in the Pac-10 with me. I was at Oregon State. He was at Cal State Fullerton. So we'd always see him when we wrestled in Oregon State. He always just got destroyed by our guy, and our guy wasn't even any good. And, uh... I just saw his body shape then at 133, and, like, he was a little chubbier. Like, he wasn't, like, cut up like he is now. And then now he's working out with a strength trainer who's known for steroids, and, and he, he gives a bunch of his uh, strength training after steroids. And, and come on, dude, all the stuff, his training regimen that he's doing, and just, I mean, he's got a 20-pack. I mean, it's just it's too obvious. It's blatant, and it's just it's crazy that you saw it and couldn't find it earlier. But then they go back and say, oh, Oh, and one of his earlier samples from uh, six months or a year ago, we found the EPO too. And it's just like, come on, man. Like, yeah, you find it later, but you don't pop him until he loses the fight. Isn't that funny how that works, Adam? They don't, they don't pop these guys until he loses the fight. So if John Jones loses the fight, then for sure he's going to get popped again and lose his career. But not until he loses. When they're winning, they, they want to ride the gravy train. They want to make that money and, and ride it until the wheels fall off of these fighters. I didn't even think about that. It's it's like it's like it's like music with these guys, like Michael Jackson. All of a sudden now, but when he was alive, he was you know whatever. Or like same with R. Kelly. Right? It's like yeah. Now um, yeah no one one hundred percent. 
Yeah, dude. I, 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 well, listen, I can't wait to, to when, when you actually – now, yeah, the, uh, with the whole Dana White thing, you were going off on Dana. You were calling him bitch tits and this and that, you know, posting all that stuff. Did he say anything to you? Like, did anybody from the UFC call you and say, hey, knock it off? Uh, when I, when I was, when I found Dana in the Palms, uh, high limit room. Well, that, and also when you were posting stuff and like calling them like hashtag bitch tits or whatever you were saying on Instagram. Or oh Twitter. yeah. Yeah. No, they were, they were definitely pissed about that. They, they I didn't, yeah. You know, the thing is, is that my agent, Dan Lambert, who is the greatest agent that's ever graced this earth, you know, he's also the American top team owner. Uh, he kind of, he keeps, uh, in contact with the UFC and Dana. So like, he kind of filters everything. He's not going to tell me everything that the UFC is telling me because, you know, he doesn't want to piss me off or, or say any shit that they're saying. He just kind of wants to smooth it over. But I know that they'd called him a couple of times and they weren't happy about it. I know after I made a couple of posts about Dana, you know, I know it got to him, even though he said he didn't see anything. I know he saw something because he went from saying, oh, Kobe, get the next title shot to, oh, Kobe's got to work his way back up. So, you know, I know that stuff was getting to him, but, you know, I'm not, he, man, this is, all these guys got feelings, man. That's why I'm different from everybody, Adam. I don't have feelings, man. I don't care what people think of me, and I say what I want. That's that's why I'm different because I say whatever I want, and I do what I want. That's that's what bosses do. So, you know. I, yeah. No. I'm, I, which I think I respect. I just worry sometimes. Like even Woodley, after the fight with uh, Usman, said, "You know, I'm going to stay ready because Colby. You never know what he's going to say. He, he might piss somebody off or something." And then, and then I'm like, I hope that doesn't happen. Just, just for your sake, because I, I know how hard you work. So I do kind of get nervous for you, because I'm like, you know, right now you're in a position, they promise you the, the fight, everyone wants to see it, you know it's going to be a money fight, just don't do anything that's going to get you in trouble, you know? It, it, it's just crazy, Adam, because like guys are throwing dollies through buses, guys are failing steroid tests, but they're worried about some words. They're worried about fucking words in a fighting business where we're getting locked in an octagon in our underwear and we're going out there to take each other's brain cells. But they're worried about fucking words. It's, it's fucking pathetic, man. Should be the ultimate feelings championship. That's what the <laughs> UFC stands for now. The ultimate feelings championship. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. It's the truth. It's the truth. Is it not the truth? It, Fuck, it, it, it is. I... I as a comic, I'm the same way. Like, I tell jokes. People get offended. I'm like, look, the point was to make you laugh. The point was to get you to have a good time. The point was to make you smile. You're offended by that? Yeah, not all jokes work, obviously. Usually, it's three out of ten. If you're, if you're a good comic, 30% you know, you know, of your jokes are going are, are to work. You know, that's, that's usually what it is. So that means seven are not going to work out of the ten jokes. And you're, you can't get mad at those ten because that's what I'm trying. But people want to take the seven exactly. that don't work and go, oh, well, you said this and I got feelings because my cousin has uh, the clap and you made a joke about the clap. And I'm like, well, fuck you and your cousin. You know, that was not the point. Yeah. You're missing the whole point of the joke. Exactly. So, right. I get it. They just want to hear what they want to hear and, and pick apart, you know, what, what they want to pick apart. Totally. So you're at this wedding. Did you bring any of your uh, women of the night with you or are you going to meet someone there? Or what's the deal? No, I'm actually, uh, this wedding, you know, buddy, uh, married some, like, you know, like some, I don't know, I think she played professional soccer or whatever, so she, and she went to school in, like, Texas or something and has a bunch of sorority girls coming, so I'm already lined up all weekend, bro. I don't leave town 
unless I'm lined up with different chicks to have because, you know, I got to be working on my cardio, man. I, I didn't get this fucking cardio just sitting at home doing nothing or just training in the fucking octagon all day. I got it from fucking the bedroom, man. So I'm lined up, man. I'm hooked up. I got some fucking soccer players. I'm going to be fucking – I know they got the cardio to keep up with me in the bedroom. So I'm excited, bro. It's going to be a good weekend. It's going to be great. You're going to have a great time. Well, listen, enjoy your weekend. Yeah. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for coming. Let me know when you're back in L.A. I'll let you know when I'm back in Florida. All right, that sounds good, Adam. Good talking to you, and I look forward to chatting again soon. Definitely. Take care, Colby. Take care. All right, thank you. That was Colby Covington. Uh, if you want to see me do stand-up comedy, go to adamhunter.com. I got shows in New York uh, coming up next week, uh, Thursday night. I'm at the Gotham Comedy Club. Friday night and Saturday, I'm at the Westside Comedy Club. Uh, then the week after, I'm at the Ventura Harper Comedy Club. I'm in Calgary in June uh, at the Comedy Cave, as well as the Minnesota House of Comedy at the end of June. Uh, and then July 4th weekend, I'm at the Stratosphere, or they call it the Strat now. Um, and also the, uh, where else am I? Um, uh, the Strat, and then I'm also at, uh, oh, uh, Naples, House of Comedy. If you shop off of uh, Amazon, go to adamhunter.com first, then click on the Amazon banner, and then get whatever you want. So uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Colby Covington. Take care. Hey.